I believe this is a show uh, titled Wasteland, an anime podcast. And if I'm not wrong, this is your man, Dom Esclavon, Danger Dom, if you will, mm. throughout the, uh, the the Twitter sphere and throughout the world. Nathaniel, uh, I'm a bit remiss. Uh, oh, yeah. Nathaniel's here, guys. Hey, hi, what's going on, everyone? It's yeah. your boy, hey, Nathaniel. Mm. Nathaniel da- Danger, um, you know. It's your boy. Don't gonna, I don't have wait, I don't. You're have gonna co-op. Thing. Nah, you're gonna co-op. Uh, yeah. Alliteration, man. I mean, you got nasty Nate. That's true. Mm. Uh, people have called me Nate Dog. I'm not sure yeah. how I feel about it. You are the least looking Nate Dog person yeah. in the world. Well, anyways. Well, we're here. You, yeah, uh, you you were you were. I was, I was going to say something, you were, man. You're moving on to something. I forgot what I was going to. You completely derailed my train of thought. Oh yeah, no, I I remember now. Here we are. It is what six, seven days into February. Mm-hmm. Last week, we were uh, like trying to figure out what we should watch, what our next little endeavor should be, mm-hmm. and I feel like I failed the listeners of color uh, in the world because I did not suggest Afro Samurai. It's been on my list forever. Why the fuck didn't I say that? It's Black History Month. We, we have an anime show. That, I could have guilted you into watching that. Would you ever watch that? Like, would you ever put that on your list? Afro Samurai. Um, I mean, it, I guess it wasn't like, I don't know that much about it. See, see, that would have been perfect. What How, was I thinking? What is that West? That's Western, right? Yeah, it's by the, uh, I don't know if it's exactly by the same people who did Samurai Jack, but, uh, it's in the same style. Mm. Yeah, but it's on, um, on Hulu. It's everywhere. Wait, so you, Yo, are you having like drag races outside your window right now? Um, there was, I don't know. It's just a motorcycle or something. Oh, no, it's not a Western. It is uh, Japanese. It's a Japanese seinen uh, manga series. Oh, really? That's what it's. Yeah, it was originally serialized uh, regularly in the avant-garde uh, Genosh. I can't read that word. Uh, yeah. Either way, it ran from ninety-eight to two thousand two. But what was I doing? I failed you. I failed all of you. I'm sorry. Well, next next February, I got you. Yeah. Next February. Uh, Afro Samurai. I, ref- I refuse unless it's February. That is your prerogative as a straight cis white man. You, you make the shot. You call the shots around here. Uh, Three hundred and twenty days out of the year, forty days. But I get twenty some odd days in February where it's Dom's time to shine. That's right. Uh, so this week we will be covering uh, Black Panther. And uh, whatever else I feel like, because like I said, I call the shots. Hey, uh, JK, we are watching Hunter Hunter, first seven episodes. Uh, let's get into it, man. Let's have a little discussion. Let's let's chat. How did you feel? Yeah. About Hunter Hunter. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, as people will know, uh, we're both. You know, we've done things a certain way on Wasteland up until this point, um, but we're both. I, I'm just. I'm. Regardless of how I feel about it, I'm just thrilled that we're both on the same page. Oh, damn. What does that mean? Regardless how you feel about it. No, no. I just mean, like, it could be any show. I'm just saying, like, Mm. in general, like, 
um, I'm just thrilled that we're both like we can both speculate. Like neither of us. Okay. Like up yeah, until yeah, this yeah. point in the show, like it's always like I you say something and then I'm like being coy and I give you some yeah, look and that's you're like true. And you're yeah. like come on yeah. man. So now we're yeah. both we we have no idea and, and we're flying blind. Um, I like it. But right, so the first seven episodes of Hunter Hunter. Um, I yeah, uh, it's hard to know where to begin, but I'm definitely intrigued by the world, intrigued by the characters. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are my like very high level thoughts. What? How are you feeling? Uh, I like what I saw so far in those first seven episodes. I don't know if you saw the tweet or not, but. Um, <clears throat> Like, right when I had started watching, I had been taken aback by how similar the lead character, uh, Gon, is to Goku from the Dragon Ball series. Hmm. So, yeah, no, I mean, it was just a little, uh, just see slight comparisons uh, to the two. But a friend of mine, he chimed in because he, I guess, Hunter Hunter is one of his favorite series. And he said, on the surface, yeah, there are a lot of similarities between the two. Um, but it's like a classic shonen protagonist thing where he's pure hearted, a little simple, but he always does the right thing. And he's like a mighty, mighty guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I definitely have some of that in my notes. Um, yeah, he's, de- it's definitely like a pretty classic, like shonen setup. Um, but some interesting things I think about the world. I, th- I think the thing that like, Again, just speaking broadly about what we've seen so far, it's kind of an interesting setup, like for a shonen thing. You know, not that I'm like the master of shonen stories or anything, but like at least for like show like typical shonen tropes and stuff. Like in terms of the world of Hunter Hunter, mm-hmm. I mean we're only seven episodes in, but still, like you know, aside from the kind of seed planted of like, oh, Gon's dad is this like legendary hunter kind of thing like it didn't feel at least to me it didn't feel like oh that's like the big driving force of the the thing right like right right it it i got more of the sense that gone is like setting out on the venture like on this quest it's not even a quest it doesn't feel like it just feels like hey my dad was a hunter and i want to be like him like he's not like i will find my father and yeah it's not like some tragic story where his father was killed and he has to avenge his father by finding the the demon who did it yeah or like something. yeah so like so far the driving force for all the characters is just this kind of like mysterious uh hunter exam right and and so, like, aside from that, it's, like, it's kind of, it, you know, it's, like, I, I find it intriguing, like, an intriguing setup. There's no, like, Demon Slayer thing where his family was slaughtered and he's got a... There's this one person... I mean, he is an orphan. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, like, there's no big bad setup or anything. It's just kind of, like, right. this, this big wild world exists. And another thing I really want to talk about with you, you know, we can get to whenever, but... It's just kind of like the nature of these hunters. Like it seems it's like a weird thing, like a really Yeah, weird like thing. they have gourmet hunters. I wanted to like do some digging into that, but I wasn't sure uh like if I would run into spoilers and you know what? I think I'm just going to say fuck it, do like caution to the wind and do a little uh digging on my own while I'm watching the series because I know when to stop. And like I said, I can control myself when it comes to spoilers. But you got gourmet spo- uh gourmet uh hunters you have blacklist hunters. 
they throw these little names out as if they mean something. And I'm not even sure like what a gourmet hunter is. What is that? Yeah, like to me, I'm like super, I feel so in the dark about like hunters and like the nature of them because again, speaking to like show, other shonen. Uh, like let's say my hero, they would have given yeah. you an info dump when you said, oh, this person is a gourmet hunter. They would have given you like a 30 second info dump on what a gourmet hum hunter is and maybe every time a different hunter is mentioned, they would like throw in a little aside on that too, but not here which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause yeah. And again, like, yeah, speaking to shonen tropes, like, um, you know, with things like, um, like demon slayer, or like I was talking about like, uh, a couple episodes ago, like jujitsu Kaisen and like chainsaw man. It's very much like they have their hunter equivalent, so to speak, in terms of this organization that, of experts or whatever, but in those other shonen stories, it's like, oh, there's the demons or the, the like this one evil presence. And with the hunters, I don't get the sense that there's like a one ultimate evil of the world yet. Like it just seems like, oh, there's kind of monsters around, but right, right, right. Like I'm sure that I mean they have to build to that, right? I would I would assume so. But I just yeah, I think I'm most intrigued like only seven episodes in so far, like high level thoughts. I'm just most intrigued at the openness. Mm -hmm. Like everything feels very like open ended. Like I don't fully have a sense of like yeah, like uh, a main quest or like an ultimate evil or some shadow organization. Like so far Yeah, right now yeah. I'm sorry, you're saying yeah. No, 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 yeah. I mean Right now, the goal is just to become a hunter. Yeah, and I, I think that's you know that's enough for me. It, it, it even though we're going back to like some of the early like you know Hunter Hunter's been around for yeah. a long time, it feels fresh in a way, at least to me, mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, even though Gone is this very typical like starry eyed yeah. guy, I would say I, I would say for me it feels sort of fresh only because it feels like I'm going back to a simpler time in anime. Yeah, where uh, like now it's all hype moments, one after the other after the other, and you're trying to keep everyone's attention because there's so many different things going on that you have to get that audience as quickly as you can. But with an anime that's already completed like this with Hunter x Hunter, I feel like back in the time that it was made, it was given more time to breathe, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's hmm. it's super interesting just because I think we talked about it a little bit on the last episode because I was sort of saying like the things that I know about Hunter Hunter coming into it is that it has been running for a really long time and like it's sort of on this notorious hiatus where it's, mm. it's kind of in this weird limbo. And I actually heard some people talk about it recently, completely unrelated to, I didn't go searching out for this. I just heard some people talking about it and it was no spoiler talk or anything, but they were kind of saying that, cause I think right now, Hunter Hunter, the manga is like on chapter like 360 or something. And they were saying how, cause I guess they were familiar they're like fully caught up or something, or they're very familiar with the manga and just the anime and everything. And they were saying how at one point there was apparently like a very good stopping point 
Oh wow! But okay. the but the author was just like, oh, never mind, and just like totally was like, there's so much more, and they and they felt like they thought it was a weird move to make. You know, that's a classic. Uh, people say it's a classic Dragon Ball Z move. They had an endpoint clearly, or they had a point where a certain character could have left, and you could have passed the baton to the next one. And they're like, nah, fuck it, we're rocking with the main. So, uh, I mean, I see a lot of parallels to the two uh, with the story early on. And that, I mean, that aspect of it, that also adds into it as well. That's very interesting. Yeah, so I'm really, I mean, you know, we have a ways to go. But yeah, it just feels like there's so many, like, yeah, right now I don't have, it's exciting to not get, have a sense of like where the story's going. Hmm. You know, because it's like there's this hunter exam, but it's like beyond that, I I don't know what the I don't know what the goals of anyone are. Yeah, And so far, these exams have been so abstract that like I really have no clue of what to expect for the next one, you know? Yeah, I mean, the the only thing I, you know, I assume at some point the you know, the exam's going to end and they're going to have to all the characters are going to have to set out on some new quest, but in terms of whatever that new quest is like, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I just don't have a clear sense of like, you know, there's like what, like four seasons or five seasons or something. Four, I believe. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Like I can't even begin to fathom what season three is going to look like or something or like where everyone's going to be. Right. Right. Cause well, I su- well, if I, I mean, just guessing here, season one, Mostly going to be like monster of the week type shit, building your team, um, mm-hmm. establishing the ranks of uh, the four hunters. Because, I, I mean, Leorio, uh, who do we have? Kulia or Kilia, Kilua? Uh, Kalu- yeah, Kilua. let's see. Kil- Kalua. Yeah, so Gon- No, it's not Kalua, dude. It's Kilua. Kilua. Okay, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, Gon, Kurapika. Gon, yeah. Leorio. Kurapika. Uh, Hisoka, Hisoka, however you want to say it. So that dude, he's like, what? He's the dark horse of the crew. He's going to, and which Ah. is interesting because I figured that would have been uh, Kilawa. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, we can get into specifics in a bit, but yeah, with Hisoka, like he's the most on like the outskirts. Like he's like, so he like, aside from like, like I've seen these kind of characters before a little bit, like just their imagery, but Hisoka, I feel out of everyone I've seen the most of kind of out in the really? world. Like, I feel like he, I don't know. I, I don't know for sure. I've never really heard. I've heard some people talk about him a little bit and that I guess there's certain things about his character that are a little notorious, mm. but I, 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 I won't say anything about that. It's kind of like weird general, nothing spoilery, but um, so I'm no, I'm not sure how people feel about him. I, I just know that it, I feel like his character is a little bit iconic, like at least his design. Like I see him out in the world a lot. That's interesting, dude. I have never seen Hisoka mm-hmm. anywhere. But Gon, on the other hand, well, yeah. he pops up all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen Gon. I've never seen Kilawa, though, which is interesting because Kilawa seems like the quote-unquote uh, cool boy of the crew. You yeah, know, he, with his skateboard and everything he, and his like nonchalant attitude. He just seems, he seems like the, just, I don't know, the Fonz of the crew, you know? Yeah, it's interesting to, it's interesting that 
a character like him is kind of popping in this early because like with the initial trio with Gon, Kurapika, and Leorio, like I feel like that the those three characters are very kind of mm. cl- classic, true yeah. triple like shonen style setup where. Yeah, like the bright-eyed antagonist, the kind of more serious one who thoughtful one is yeah. like probably the smartest, and like yeah, and then you have like the complete kind of dump dummy goofball yeah. guy in Leorio. But yeah, no, I thought it was interesting that they brought in a rival so early. But again, not to keep bringing it back to Dragon Ball, but I keep seeing these parallels. It was it was the same with uh, Goku in the beginning. He met Krillin and Krillin was his immediate rival and their whole thing was trying to best each other and trying to one-up each other to become uh the greatest martial artist and then uh, uh, eventually it was clear that Goku had more power because he was from a different planet and all this other shit which I think they're also hinting at with Gon because he's got some supernatural stuff going on too I mean the fact that he can smell things is uh as uh well as he does and he can like track and like it's otherworldly from what characters are saying yeah well yeah i mean i do that's like another big thing i want to talk about is just kind of like the whatever you want to call it like the power system the power set in in here yeah but what the fuck man like kilowai he's got snails or some shit yeah so like this is like another big kind of question mark for me is just there's to me there's no clear like defined power system at all it's like there's just all kinds of different shit and i just like um yeah i I really don't know like what anyone is doing (laughs) because yeah with gone Mm. it's like okay he's got like great smell it's like i've seen that before in like different things uh demon slayer shout out yeah, yeah, that's, I mean... Shout out my boy Tanjiro, shout out. I guess you gotta give Hunter Hunter, you can't really knock Hunter Hunter for that since it did yeah. it first, I guess, but... Well, yeah, I'm not knocking you, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. you know, shout out it's, Demon Slayer always, the gods. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, like, uh, Incredible Smell, it's like, okay, I guess. Um, But aside from that, it's like, he can move fast and he is very nimble, but I don't know, like, what... Is that just from training? Does he have some like innate I, abilities? Dude, I'm telling you, it's because there's something going on with his father. There's some big mystery well, because yeah, his definitely. father isn't around. And Mito, his aunt, was very apprehensive about him even going out on this quest, which sure, I mean, anyone would be considering how many hunters have died just in these first seven episodes. Like, dudes are dropping out here, like legit mm-hmm. death. And this boy is 12. So, <laughs> yeah, but. But yeah. even, like even aside from gone, it's like Kurapika. Like, what does he have? Like, he's smart. He seems well, to have like. Yeah, no, I don't think it's. Well, yeah, no, you're right. The power set. They have to have some sort of power to be going up against these demons or whatever they're fighting, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and like Leorio, I I don't get any sense of any. Like clearly, yeah, all, no. Clearly, all these dudes have like agility and stamina, but like, I don't get any supernatural powers. But then you have someone like Hisoka, who's like clearly doing some real life magic shit. Like, 
yeah he's out of control like is that something you can train for can you train to have those abilities do you do you have to touch a magical object like kilowa i mean he like he comes from a family of assassins you know i'm from a family of assassins so yeah you're all in the business of murder and my entire family they've got real high hopes for me but you know i can't stand it who wants their whole life mapped out for them? When I told them I wanted to decide my own future, they all flipped out. It was crazy. My mom had tears just streaming down her face, and she kept screaming at me how I had the potential to be a top assassin. <laughs> Horrible parents, right? No wonder I'm rotten. Then we started fighting, so I slashed my mom in the face, stabbed my brother in the side, and ran away from home. I'm sure they're out for blood now. If they all come after me, I'll kill them. <laughs> When I get my license, I'll hunt them down to the last one. I'm willing to bet they've got pretty hefty bounties on their heads. Yeah, so when they're trying to get the ball from him, like, uh, Killua starts to do, like, um, you know, he can, like, double his... He can make it look to enemies like he's kind of doubling himself yeah. almost, like, by his movements. So, um, clearly, like, he's got some sort of innate or learned... I, I don't know if, that I got the sense that it was a learned ability or it's like some genetic ability to <clears throat> to have these assassin well, powers. When Gon asked about it, Neto said that it's a deadly technique or a dark technique. So yeah. that tells me that it's something that can be learned because he specifically told Gon not to like trifle with it. He said it's not something you ever need to learn. So mm -hmm. that tells me that it is something that can be learned. And maybe Kilowa, because he was raised by assassins, well, definitely because he was raised by assassins, he'll go that step further. Like, we saw him drop those two hunters who came for him in the hallway like that. Like, no no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I guess if we want to sort of yeah focus more in on his character while we're at it like wh what do you think that last sort of violent act from him like signifies with this character like do you think he's like some sort of inherently evil character or if if he's like I, in inherently good but these kind of evil acts kind of can be brought out in him when he's pushed i, I would say that he is like that gray the um, not to bring it to like Whedon or anything, but he's sort of, I want to say the spike of the crew mm. where he definitely has, um, he's looking out for himself. I mean, all throughout the entire, uh, like training, not training arc, but the hunter exam, when he and Gon are racing, he sees a kindred spirit in Gon only because that's someone who can match his power so far. Like, he's the only one that can really keep up with Kilowa. So Kilowa is like, oh, okay, cool, I'll fuck with you. But aside from that, he doesn't give a shit about uh, Karapika. He doesn't give a shit about uh, Leorio. He just wants to get to the end of this race with Gon, you know? So I feel mm. like with, like, sort of like with Spike, it was all him. It was all he wanted to, like, before he, before he, uh, like, before the end of his story initially he wanted to feel what he wanted to feel he wanted to fuck who he wanted to fuck it was all like just whatever 
came to him he wanted and he was up for a challenge whenever he saw a slayer mm -hmm. uh, like a, a vampire slayer he wanted to defeat that slayer because that was a challenge for him he was an apex predator and he wanted that challenge kilo was the same way i feel yeah i don't yeah i i definitely don't disagree i guess the only thing i would say that's maybe like a difference that i feel is like I, like i feel like if gone saw what he did like he would be oh yeah for sure he'd be upset he'd be pissed he'd be horrified but i guess like i maybe but this is a doggy dog world yeah, isn't it yeah it is but i i think I, I maybe my reluctance i just feel like i'm wondering like i'm not totally convinced personally that that uh Killa was not putting on some sort of an act because like when you talk about spike mm. it's like spike was never putting on an act for anyone like he he was the way he was but i'm at least right now for what we've seen i'm not totally convinced that Killua is being a hundred percent himself in front of someone like gone like i'm more i'm worried that he's putting on a little bit of an act to seem more like a nice kid well bro hmm. i will say that I think you're off base with your analysis of Spike, just for a second, only to say that he was, I feel like he was definitely putting up some sort of an act early on. And then once his story evolved and it got more fleshed out, and you know what I mean when I say that, and everyone who's seen the entire Buffy Angel story, they know what I'm saying. Once he achieved certain things, that's when he let certain other aspects of himself go. He was mm -hmm. more of a real, like, person and yeah. i think that's what we're gonna see with kilowa that's what i mean when i say he's more like spike right now mm -hmm. he's he's a, he's sort of he's in the crew and he's a part of the crew but he's always gonna look out for himself first and that's how spike was early on and up until a point that's who he always would be and then he wasn't and I feel mm. like you're right. We definitely will see that with Kilua over the next four seasons. I think we'll see like dramatic changes with all these guys. Like Leorio right now, fucking hate him. I can't stand that dude. He sucks. <laughs> can't stand Leorio. I don't understand why he's here. He does nothing for me at all. Huh. You know? But um, yeah. I yeah. mean, why does that surprise you? I hated Paul Nareff. Now I got Leorio. Yeah, They're sort of the same. I definitely don't feel. I don't have like strong negative feelings towards Leorio at all. Like I don't. I just got no time for him. Everyone else is so much better than Leorio. See, that's super interesting because like right now, we have not spent at least for me. Like I have not spent enough time with these characters to have like strong or negative feelings towards any of them. Like I don't. I don't love any of these characters yet, and I don't hate any of these characters yet. Like what can I say? I'm a fucking Leo, bruh. We we are passionate. Yeah, I got a. I'm a fire sign. I mean, yeah. when I say I love and hate, what I mean is like entertainment value. Like while I'm watching, when it's Leorio, I'm like, oh, it's Leorio. But when mm -hmm. Kilua is on the screen, I'm like, okay, what's up, little skateboard boy? What's he got to say? When Karapika is talking, I'm like, all right, he's about to drop some fucking knowledge. Let me let me let me slow down and pay attention. Gone when Gone is on the screen, I'm always watching because there's something more to his character, and he is the protagonist. So I gotta see what's up with him. But Leorio, get the fuck out of it! Get, 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 get the fuck out of here! That those are huh. my opinions on Leorio. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Time for me, time will tell. I I don't know. I, I definitely don't have like negative feel. I don't feel any real strong type of way when he's on screen. Like I like his mm. character design at least. Like mm. okay, I, uh, I I feel like in ter- just in terms of like character design and like what I'm looking at visually, I like that there's kind of this different definitely typed shaped person in the group with these little kids i like that he's like hunched over and he's always got his yeah. goddamn briefcase <laughs> with yeah. him i, I want to know what's in that fucking briefcase <laughs> there ain't shit but, in there man it's empty um, also like what is he like 16 or 17 if we're like establishing the ages what <laughs> yeah i i yeah i mean initially i thought i'm like okay this dude's like 35 or something yeah but, but he says he's a teenager yeah but you know it's a shonen series the oldest, yeah. the, unless you like literally get an old ass man with wrinkles and is hunched over, like you just got to assume that every single character is like no older than 20. Tomp is probably 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Hisoka, I'm sure we'll find out, is like maybe 19. Yeah, tops. I just uh, had my 18th birthday this morning, is what Hisoka will say in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the real dark horse in this like crew of characters is Hisoka. So like, what's your read on him so far? He's a violent motherfucker, man. That's why, uh, I kind of got the vibe that like gone, he's going to be killing people left and right. Because I mean, no one blinked an eye when Hisoka really, uh, did that when all those hunters decided that they were going to come after him. It seems like, you can kill another hunter, but they're not even hunters yet. This is all in the exam, so I guess it's bullshit. But uh, my, I, I don't really know much about him. I'm intrigued by his whole design, his whole playing card thing, what what that's all about. Uh, mm-hmm. Did did they show what he looked like without like his makeup on or anything at all? I don't remember. I not that I know of. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think the biggest question mark for me, and like, I'm curious. Wh- how you read this scene or if like there was some uh, context that I missed, but like, I didn't totally understand. Like, so when they're going through the misty forest before they get to the chef challenge, like, <laughs> and they have their showdown with him and it's like, uh, it's Leorio and Karapika and Karapika. Yeah. Are, are fighting with him. And then Gon shows up at the, at the, in yeah. the like towards the end and they have their fight, and then so, like Hisoka basically like stops himself from killing like, Gon, killing and, Gon, yeah. and then he's like, "I." So yeah, like what happens after that? He's like, "Oh, you passed," and then he like gets like he gets a call on a radio. But I'm like, "Yeah, is he?" So is he a part of this, or is this a, is he? Because I read it in two different ways. Like one, he's either officially a part of the hunter exam, or he was saying like you pass in my book kind of thing. Well, why would he have that walkie if he wasn't a part of the exam? Yeah, so I, know. I figure he's like in yeah. there to real like he's you know how you have like but, a double blind study or something where Yeah. But, yeah, it's but like, like that. But then it was, but am I wrong in like when they were on the airship later and like the the two gourmet chefs and the old dude and they were kind of like hey who's your favorite didn't they bring up mm, his yeah no they did they did they did so why so would they the hell yeah why would they bring him up as like a contestant You're right so i didn't Bro. i didn't understand that 
Nathaniel, I got to stop for like a second and say this is way more fun. Like you and me just like trying to figure shit out. This is what I like. This is chef's kiss. Yeah. We're back, baby. Yeah. Firing on all cylinders. It's great. Uh, I have no idea. Do I have theories? No, because we're only seven episodes in. But yeah, maybe he's like a double agent where that's why I was asking if they saw him without his uh, like mm. if we saw him without his makeup, like maybe I don't know. I I almost wouldn't be. Here's a theory. Maybe I almost wouldn't be surprised because like so far, it seems like with this hunter exam, there's like multiple like levels of disconnect between all these different people. Like I almost wouldn't be surprised if like Hisoka is like involved, but so far removed that like the gourmet hmm. hunters and the old dude don't know about him, you know? Mm. Cause that would the, be interesting. Cause the hunter exam is like, so it seems so because like when um, yeah only certain people know about certain parts of the yeah like like uh what's his face the dude with the mustache who did the like the following thing i don't it's not yeah i I forget his name i I forget his name but but so like after the misty forest when all of the hunters get into the little like gated uh cooking part with the gourmet chefs like the mustache dude like hopped up on a tree and was like peering in. He was like, Oh, so they got those, those two hunters to be this. Like he didn't even know, you know, in what, what part? I'm sorry. Like, uh, when all the hunters, when all the hunter contestants get into the gourmet chef part with those two hunters mm. and yeah, yeah, yeah. the mustached dude jumped up on a tree branch and was like peering in with binoculars or whatever. Right. Right. And right. he was like, yeah. And, he was like, oh, they got those two to be the judges. Like, he didn't even know that they were yeah. involved. So, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, I'm just saying, that if, like, Hisoka is officially involved, but, like, certain people within the within the Hunter organization don't know that he's involved. Like, I Which know. is interesting to me because I thought Neto would have been, like, I, I mean, I just got it, the vibe from that dude that he was, like, upper echelon. Yeah, I mean, but technically he said, like, because I, I get that vibe too, but technically didn't he say that he's just, like, in charge of the something or other? Like, it was just mm. one part. Like, he didn't say, like, oh, I'm the master hunter or whatever. Right, right, right. Like, it said that he was, like, kind of the top dog of, like, just the exam portion. So, like, mm. who knows what actually happens when you're in the fucking... Man, we're in the circle. fucking weeds right now. We're we're talking about episode, well, like, one through seven People listen to this who've probably seen all Hunter Hunter. They're like, "You bitches, you have no fucking idea. This is nothing." Hey, I mean, we're we're arguing over minutia, but this is what yeah, how, this is what it, it's all about. That's how it goes. But um, yeah. So I I did um, I I hoping that I'll be able to keep up with it. But I am trying to like read along with the manga just to see if there's anything okay, cool. interesting. Um, and so I I I caught up to within the manga where where the anime is at right now and you're not gonna read any further right you're no 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 okay cool but yeah i just kind of want to like keep myself familiarized with it just if, if there's any content for the show i could bring but then also once we finish hunter hunter you know i might want to like continue on and i'll be more familiar with it but so far it's pretty much like a one-to-one okay adaptation but the only thing the only real thing that's worth talking about is in the first chapter of the manga there's like a a whole little 
scene or two that didn't get adapted at all. And it's a little bit significant. So um, essentially when he's still, when Gon is still on, what was it called? Like a whale island or something? Whale tail island. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So when he's there, basically it like introduces him a little more before he, or actually he catches that big fish, mm-hmm. which is like less of a big deal in the manga it seemed like but then after that uh he's like goes back into the forest and it shows that he's got this big like uh animal friend that's a fox bear it's like a big fuzzy fox okay. and a bear and he's got this big fox bear friend and then he kind of has this flashback to when he first met the fox bear as a little cub and basically he got cornered by he like found the fox bear cub and then the fox bear mother was like came out and was like gonna kill gone like little gone, and then this like hunter named kite I think his name it was, this like hunter comes out and like saves gone from this, uh, fox bear mother basically, hmm. and he's sort of like, hey like you gotta watch what you're doing blah 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 and gone's like oh, I'm gonna grow up and be a hunter blah you know whatever he says, hmm. and um, basically kite you know they're kind of talking a little bit and something that I think something that gone says like triggers kite to be like, Hey, like, do you know like who your father is or something? Gone's like, Oh, my, my dad's a hunter. And he's like, Oh, his name wouldn't be like, what's, what's his, do you remember? Jing. Yeah. Jing. Yeah. So this guy, this hunter kite is like, I think says, um, like, Oh, your dad's name wouldn't be Jing. Is it? And he's like, yeah, that's my dad. And he's like, I was a student of your father. Like, I, I've i been a hunter for, for years and he's gone missing. And it's my like final challenge to find him. Like, that's like this. It's the hardest hunt of my life trying to find your father. Hmm. And um, and basically Gon's like, oh, like it's basically just like establishing that this is how he found out, I guess, or like confirmed Gotcha. That his dad was like missing or something. Um, it, you know, it was an interesting scene, and that's kind of all it was. But um, maybe they'll yeah. drop it in later as like a flashback. Yeah, it just felt like a little significant to to leave out. Like I don't know, like if this guy, if this hunter kite is going to be like an important person later. Like he, his character design was pretty significant, interesting. Like it, it didn't seem mm-hmm. like a throwaway thing. But yeah, I don't know. That was like the only thing that that really stuck out to me as like a difference nice but yeah okay so how are you feeling on each of these characters you're saying that you don't really have like strong feelings for any of them but walk Mm. me through uh initial vibes on each of them yeah so i mean i think you know we're talking about like shonen protagonists and stuff and how they're all like bright-eyed and you know whatever kind of simpletons but I think the thing that I appreciate about Gone that like isn't annoying me is that it's kind of this like um I don't know like I feel like uh when when you know we talk about uh shonen protagonists like uh um what's his face from Demon Slayer Tanjiro um, <laughs> give the man some goddamn respect put some respect on his name his name is Tanjiro um tanjiro tanjiro what's his name how dare you how dare you but like slander yeah so tanjiro like he can be a little bit like 
self like little self serious, you know, like a mm. little too mm. dire. Um, yeah. and the thing I appreciate, I think the most about gone right now is just that like, you know, he's determined and all of that typical shonen protagonist stuff, but like he always just kind of has a smile on his face and like a positive attitude. Like, you know, I, I would be, I would just like, I would be more annoyed right now if he was like, had that steely eyed determination all the time. And he was like, so mm. like, Oh, we got to do this and we got to do that. Like, he's always just kind of like, Hey, Hey. Like he's just kind of like a happy simpleton, and that is exactly what Goku is like in Dragon Ball. You asshole! The show that you refuse to watch—that is beneath you. I never, you know I never said it was beneath me, guys. Okay, you heard it here first. But like '90s and like early 2000s, like Shonen, I'm sure they were all like copying each other or whatever. So yeah, I'm just saying it's interesting. The things that you pick out that you're like, oh, that's that's nice. I like that. I appreciate that. I'm just saying I'm I'm just saying I noticed reason, it in Dragon Ball and I'm and, like, and oh, I yeah, pro- they did that. It, it, but what I'm saying like I think here's the thing is like Tell me the thing. If if I saw another shonen show that did a lot of these similar things, I'd start to get annoyed. It's only because I haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm okay. I, I'm used to like but a certain type. You could of also show. see it and like see the connections and see the lineage nah. of these shows. Ah, fuck you. Um. Hey, you should be happy that I'm like more like you're the one who's like fuck this guy, fuck that. Like after seven episodes, I'm I'm yes. being, I'm being very open. I'm being very open with everyone. No, that's who I am though. That you're yeah, getting yeah, all yeah. me. I hey you look listeners. Dom had uh, some things that he couldn't say during the JoJo episodes, but the reins have been let loose with Hunter Hunter. It's no one's favorite show, so I can speak freely. Uh, Leorio has done nothing for me yet. Karapika, like him. Like him a lot. He's a smart boy. I want to know more about his clan. This clan. They wiped out his entire fucking clan, and he's got ruby red eyes when he gets upset. What's that all about? I'm into that. Uh, Kiowa, he's got a skateboard, and I was uh, sc- uh, scrolling through Twitter earlier, and uh, someone tweeted, like, uh, anime characters with the most drip, and Jojo, uh, Jotaro was on it, right? So I clicked on it just to see what the comments were, but it was a thread, so the next uh, post down was Kiowa, so he's in there with being one of the anime characters with the most drip. Can't mm. wait to fucking see it. Can't wait to see it. Oh, Gone? Little weirdo. So, yeah, I'm into it. You're going to get me unfiltered on these new Wasteland episodes. Get fucking ready. All right? Get ready. Yeah, that's fine. Strap um, in. I, I, I'm just... Yeah, like, I, I want... When, when I feel, like, passionate, like, really strong, passionate feelings about a character, like, I just... For me, it's more of like a buildup. I need to arrive to that place. Like I can't, I don't judge people. I, I can't like. You know me. I know when I hate someone and I know when I like someone right off the bat, Nathaniel. All right? Yeah. It, if if it I didn't, we wouldn't be here. I, I, well, I'm a yeah. good judge of character. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. If that's, you know, however you I want mean, to present say. company excluded, whatever. Um. But yeah, Gone, I, I guess th- those are my general feelings about Gone after seven episodes. He, but I, he, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm less interested. I, I'm not like sold on like, I mean, they're already like building up so many other like side characters like with him that I don't feel like any kind of like passion or like interest specifically towards his goals because like, 
all of the characters have the same goal as him. Like, I don't feel that his goal is like above anyone else's. Like they all want to be hunters. Like, you know, he's got a missing dad, but like everyone else has like, yeah, no, they got their own shit. Sob story. So like, I, yeah, I don't feel like any specific passion towards him. Kurapika is a little too, yeah, I don't dislike Kurapika, but he's like a little too simple. He's just like the smart, Mm-hmm. more serious one right now um hisoka is definitely super interesting um but don't know enough i just figure to, he's gonna be the villain like they're just building to that i could see him as a like an anti-hero who's around i can't see mm. him being any kind of like main villain okay i i, I definitely like i'll put all my money on the like hisoka being a like I could see him being more of like the spike. Maybe. Hey, I don't know, man. I just, I could then s- where, what do you do with Kilua then? I could honestly see Kilua getting built up to be like Ooh. a villain. Like like they're gonna keep okay. building up and like I As could, they're like yeah. rivals and then uh Kilua goes to the dark side of things. Yeah. Like I would say that that's like if I had to put any kind of like broad predictions down, I could almost see Killua, like if if we want to look at like say like maybe the first season is the first season is like the hunter exam arc or it's just that's kind of like the general thing like i could see Killua keeps coming along with with uh the crew and maybe like one by one like kurapika and leorio are like hey gone like something's up with this Killua guy and gone is mm. like too like no he's a good he's my friend and he's this and like gone it like blinds himself to the truth and Killua keeps getting like more fucked up like he's doing crazier things crazier things and yeah there's like a turn to the dark side or something and we yeah. we, lear- we learn about the dark hunters or some shit okay yeah no i could definitely see that too now that you throw that out there that's a pretty good fucking theory and Especially like, considering uh, the technique that he used, Neto said like it's deadly dark arts and you shouldn't trifle with it and shit like that. You know, he's a part of a pretty fucked up crew, Kilowa. Yeah, um... but he has a skateboard, Nathaniel. Makes him relatable. I look at him and I see myself on screen. So I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's been definitely interesting so far. Like just if we're kind of like, I don't know, walking through some of these episodes a little bit, like, yeah, like so far, you know, like there, yeah, there haven't been like, like fights of the week or like monsters of the week. Like so far their challenges are just these like sort of abstract obstacles. Like, so like, you know, we've seen like there was those two like abracadabra looking like things in the forest. Those mar- that married couple. Yeah. yeah. Like those two monsters. Like th- those were kind of vague monsters, but they were good monsters. Yeah. Shapeshifters and, or whatever. And then we we see like those weird creatures in the forest, like the kind of triceratops things and then like the big pigs. But like we so far we haven't gotten like you know like Hisoka and them had that fight but like there haven't been like fights with mo- like I don't have a sense of like um what the really evil 
creatures or monsters are in the world. Like the pigs are just pigs, you know, they're like, yeah, they're big man eating pigs. They're like predators and, you know, dinosaur like things are dinosaur like things. But, but like we like, have feral, we have those same pigs, don't we? We got feral hogs. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, in terms of the world, like I don't get a sense of what the evil in this world is, you know, like bad. Monsters, yeah. Yeah. Like, really, yeah. Really bad monsters. Like every all of the obstacles so far are all hu of human design, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah. like, yeah. So I don't know if all of a sudden once the main cast become the hunters, like. Do you get like, yeah, like what happens when you become a hunter? Like, do you get is there like a bulletin board and you like pick you get a, a mission? gun? Huh? You get a gun. You get a gun. Hmm. They give you they give you an AR-15 and they send you out to just tear it up. Hmm. But I don't even think that this is going to... License to kill. Yeah. Well, yeah, they said that too. Like uh, hunters, they get special privileges. They get to go into uh, like um, designated places and they get to uh, do things that normal people don't do. So what are the... What what license do you get? Like what what privileges do you gain after you become a hunter? But I don't feel like all all of them will become a hunter by the end of the season, do you? Because they keep saying how only what one rookie passes every other year or some shit. Yeah, I'd have a hard time believing that. What's the you know like four characters not in counting Hisoka? Like that's a lot. They of, all pass. That's a lot of yeah. characters to pass. Um. But I don't know. Maybe they're gonna do a thing where it's like, yeah, it's like crazy impossible that four people pass, but like they did it with the power of friendship or something. Like I don't know. Maybe. Um, we shall see. But yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued. Definitely. Uh, as far as character designs, how are you feeling? Uh, I rem you mentioned Leorio. You liked him. Yeah, I, I like his design. Uh, Hisoka's design's cool. Um, you know, I feel... I, I don't know that I felt really strongly about Kurapika or Killua's design. Like, it seemed a little... A li I thought Kilo, or Kurapika's was kind of bland. Yeah, I like, I honestly can't, like, picture it in my mind's eye that well. Like, It's like that blue and red tunic. Yeah. With uh, just white uh, Henley and then uh, white pants underneath. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th I think, yeah, I'm, and I think that's why I like, uh, that's like another element of Leorio's design I, I appreciate too is like, like obviously it's just a simple suit, but like it's kind of like adds this interesting like juxtaposition to it, it kind of like throws off the world a little bit it's like it seems old timey right but right, kind right. of like a suit's very modern so it's like yeah it's this really Where, weird when are we exactly yeah it's like this weird mixture of sensibilities but yeah gone's outfit like it's definitely distinct um yeah. i uh, i I don't know if I love it, but it's definitely there's a lot of green. It's definitely unique. Like, yeah, his boot. It's it's a it's it's a weird. It's just a weird outfit. Like, just how do you feel about the the uh, fishing rod as a weapon? Yeah, I honestly like wasn't paying attention to it until I think the fight with those two shapeshifter things, where I was like, wait, mm. what the fuck is that? And then like when he 
let it out. I'm like, oh, it's his fucking fishing rod. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting as a weapon of choice, but it works for him somehow because, you know, anime. Yeah, it's again, it just like makes me think like, where is the power system going to go? Because like he's just a kid with a fishing rod. Like, I don't understand. Like, is that enough to prove yourself <laughs> as a hunter? Like you have a fishing rod? Man, I kind of feel like this is going to be the I don't know if it's going to be like Dragon Ball where it's just they're as powerful as they need to be in that episode, you know, for that protagonist. And if they don't have the power, they will find the power within themselves. Mm. That's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen so far any like crazy power ups or anything like I, I haven't seen. Yeah. Any... They just noticed that the two like Kilowa and Gon, they move quicker than the rest. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, of the main crew, like aside from Hisoka, like of the main four, like Kill was the only one who's shown any like supernatural style abilities. Yeah. Like, well, ever- I mean, you could say the sense of smell is supernatural. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's pl- like the author is planning on or what he does with that sense of smell. Like it doesn't seem, it just seems like an extra little add on to be like, Oh, well this could get him out of a jam. If I'm, if, like if I write myself into a corner, his sense of smell can just <laughs> maybe solve any like missing thing that I forget about. Like it, it feels like a little bit of a convenient, just extra thing for a character to have. Like, oh, surely my sense of smell will be able to get me out of any weird bind I might find myself in that there's no other answer for. Hmm. But I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at the sense of smell. It's just like. I, weird a weird I'll, add-on i'll just ju- I'll, I'll judge it it how it's you uh and how it's used. we gotta okay maybe we do a little sense of smell uh tally every time it comes like it pops in that that gets him out of a jam or some shit just to see how right you are about this or like to see how much the author comes back to it the sense of the sense of smell because so far it's popped up a couple times yeah and it's just like I don't know. I, I'm I'm conflicted about it also just because it's like there's no explanation for it so far. Yeah, like it's why? just like it's not like. But no, that's what I'm it. saying. Like he's got these extra powers. This dude, he moves faster. He's a little bit stronger than everyone else. So it leads you, me to believe that he's maybe part demon. But yeah, but that's the thing is like we don't even have a name to put to something like I that. I know. Like I know. Like we don't even know if demons exist in this world. It might just be weird monsters and dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. Um cuz yeah, it's like is every hunter just a normal person who maybe trained really hard and has some weird ability? Like we don't know. So like just the fact that Gon's dad is this like legendary hunter doesn't necessarily tell me that he has some sort of crazy supernatural abilities. Well, it's just from what we've seen so far and everyone reacting to the way that Gon moves leads mm-hmm. me to believe that he's got some extra ability, you know, because there's yeah. no reason a 12 year old boy should have been able to achieve what he achieved in, at Whale Tail Island. That's what everyone was saying from the jump. So that led me to believe, like, right then and there, Gon has already established that he is more powerful 
you know, mm-hmm. than a regular person. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I, I won't be surprised when I, I'm assuming at some point there's going to be some sort of like info that gone gets about like, oh, your dad was had is this kind of hunter and he has this ability and this anime doesn't give a shit about moms like yeah his dad is a hunter and he's gone but what about his mother well i don't do we know what happened to his mom no he's been raised by mito his aunt yeah i yeah and thinking about the manga i don't think god i'm trying to remember i feel like someone said something about it but it wasn't like a significant thing i'll have to maybe like look at it again Mm. but yeah no definitely the moms are just kind of uh around i just think it i mean that's another part of the puzzle i mean yes his father is missing but i feel i don't know yeah no his mom's not important yeah it feels like yeah in so many shonen stories like the dad has some secret the dad's (laughs) always got some secret yeah can't trust the dad um but yeah i mean it's definitely a series that seems hard to speculate at least from the get-go just there's a lot of open questions about the nature of the world yeah i'm very excited to continue actually yeah um yeah i mean it seems like from because you know how like the the opening kind of always starts with that like narration about the thing. So it seems like they're kind of setting up from the get go that like, Oh, this world's unexplored. Like some of it's unexplored. Like it's not like a completely mapped out world. It sounds like. Right. Right. Which is that. Yeah, no, definitely. But also like you said, with Leorio and the suit, I I feel like they're going to go to some parts where maybe it will be like industrialized or it'll be Mm. like the big city, you know, because it feels like gone. He's grown up in a village, but Kilua, I mean, skateboard, why would a, you know, a boy in a village need a skateboard? He's probably been raised in the lap of luxury. His whole family, they're assassins, you know? So like you said, this world, parts of it are unexplored, but I feel like there are going to be definitely parts of it where our characters like gone, maybe uh, Karapika, they're going to be uh, fish, fish out of water, so to speak. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, that's uh, Hunter Hunter. That's how we're feeling about that. Um, Nathaniel, did you have any more that you wanted to add? Um, just taking a quick look at my, I didn't take like super comprehensive notes. I just kind of wanted to have the show wash over me and see Mm. how I felt. Um, you know, it's funny. I didn't take one note. Yeah. I really just kind of like wrote down the characters names. Um, I just went in there with vibes, bro. No, no notes, just vibes. I just wanted to feel the episodes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I probably, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I'm kind of feeling yeah, maybe no I'll notes. maybe I'll just watch, see how I feel. Yeah, maybe I'll. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna raw dog it, Hunter Hunter. We're raw dogging it. No notes. I'm going noteless. Throw your notepads away. We're what? not taking any notes. Well, maybe we'll have to take notes. I don't know. I, yeah, the only like thing I wrote down that I found amusing was just like, <laughs> I like how like any like the first couple tests I can get people's like 
reactions like the hunter candidates but like by the time they showed up to the cooking challenge like there was a, like everyone started laughing they're like you can't be serious and i'm like why is anyone questioning these tests at this point yeah you know like when they're like okay your test now is a cooking challenge everyone's like ha ha yeah right you idiot wo- like woman and i'm just like well maybe because they're i they have to kill. I mean, that's their job is to kill and protect. When are they ever going to need to make something? Which, again, brings up the question, what the fuck is a gourmet hunter? Well, but, yeah, see, I mean, that was my reaction, too, is, like, by the time they got around to explaining that there's gourmet hunters, I'm like, okay, I didn't know that. But if all these fuckers, these hunter <laughs> candidates are, like, this is their like life's goal. It's like, wouldn't you know that hunter that uh, gourmet hunters are a thing, but what is a gourmet hunter? <laughs> I, I assume that like, you know, what, they lure, like, they lure their, their prey with feasts. I mean, like, I'm but, looking it like, up right now. Fuck I mean, like that. we, we, we kind of saw it in this. It's like, uh, hunting for those pigs is like extremely dangerous. Hunting for those Eagle spider Eagle eggs are like, extremely dangerous it's like no regular person is going to go out and forage for that you, like you have to be highly skilled so i assume there's this league of hunters who are gourmet hunters who because they they established earlier that hunters can make a lot of money like it's not necessarily always this like noble thing so i'm assuming there's all these gourmet hunters who go out and hunt for the most dangerous delicacies in the world and they come back and sell it Okay, individuals known as gourmet hunters who have usually trained their abilities to that of superhuman are regularly hired by restaurants and that and that of rich people uh, to seek high-level ingredients in rare animals. So yeah, pretty much what you said. And they're hired by restaurants. Yeah. And so yeah. imagine like Chili's hiring uh, someone to get some baby back ribs. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just... I'm kind of into it. I mean, it's I, I like the idea that this hunter, like the idea of a hunter, is not always like not necess- Not it's not inherently this like noble mm-hmm. thing. It's like you could. It's a vocation, you know. Yeah, it's just like the most intense job in the world, and there's all these different kinds, and you could kind of be a piece of shit and a little bit greedy, but still be a hunter. I don't know. Like the the fact that it's not this like extremely noble like thing it's an interesting twist yeah okay cool i fucks with it yeah i can't wait to find out about the different types of hunter we got to keep track of that too so far uh i think what we have gourmet hunters and what were the other ones mentioned what was it black blacklist hunter or some shit i think i heard one um i'm not sure okay i can't remember yeah but so, what do you think? Another seven, or do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? Nah, uh, nah. I think we're good with another seven. If uh, if we get to the end of that seven, and we're feeling we're feeling horny for more Hunter Hunter, I feel like uh, we drop a tweet and say we're going we're going X amount more, you know. But mm-hmm. up and up until then, it's seven. We're 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 seven the hard way, you know. Seven for Hunter Hunter going forward. Yeah, definitely, and. Um... Yeah, you know, I'm still, you know, a lot, I feel like I said this last time we, in the last episode, but yeah, I'm eager to see when, 
assuming I really go for Hunter Hunter as like a show, like I'm I'm curious to see like how soon it will be to where I feel like I have those talons like really in me, mm. you know, where I'm like ride or die with this thing because right, I right, right. I know that it's a lot of people's like favorite shonen facts series of all time, and I'm like, well, I I just hope that I can get to that place. Yeah, because I can definitely see. Uh, I see good things about it already. Like I, it's entertaining already and yeah. I've only had a few episodes, so I'm definitely intrigued to see uh, where the story goes and how I feel about it going forward. Same Z's. Dope. Cool. Well, guys, um, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, normally we have our, what we're watching and what we're reading at the top of the episode, but Last week, as you heard, uh, I was dabbling in a German Netflix series uh, called Dark. And mm-hmm. I hit my boy, Greenpeace, Nathaniel Garofalo up. I said, my dude, you got to watch an episode of this show. Let me know what you think. We'll chat about it on the show. This motherfucker hits me back, lets me know he's on episode five, might finish the first season by the time we record. So I'm like, bet, we'll talk about it on the show. So... This yeah. is a warning for everyone who does not give a shit about the Netflix show Dark and does not want to be spoiled on anything season one. Nathaniel and I are about to have a little conversation about Dark starting now. For sure. And, you know, for anyone who maybe hasn't clicked away yet, who's reluctant, maybe I'll just say this. Like, I feel like. In terms of what Germany is putting out as a country, I feel like this might be the closest they're ever going to get to anime. Ooh. You know? So, you know, I don't think we're ever going to get a German anime, but I feel like Dark on Netflix, this could be as close as we get. So, Damn, dude, that's high praise. I can't wait to hear what you have to say next. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I just, you know, I, yeah, I felt like there was a lot, to say so yeah i really just want to get into it um ah yeah okay so i don't even i don't even really know where to begin so i finished let's talk talk dark finish first season let's go i finished the first season um man okay where to start with this show so yeah i mean i yeah i mean i'm definitely into it i like it i think you know i have some criticisms here and there but Ultimately, it's, yeah, it's a ride. It's a, Hmm. it's an interesting thing. Like, I obviously don't know where it goes from here. I have some reservations about like how it, how season one ended, Um, Mm. but we can get into that. But I guess like, I don't know, going back to the beginning, like, so, okay, here's what I'll say first. Like, I was, I was surprised a little bit in like once it started to really get into the whole time travel thing because you kind of i got the impression from the way you were talking about it that it was going to be like more like i don't know like hard sci-fi kind of Mm. and it feels to me more like mythical sci-fi yeah it turned like i thought it was more hard sci-fi especially with uh the time machine like the way it looked and everything yeah but going on it goes way more mystical than yeah than and so initially i was like oh okay that's kind of weird like you know because in the first couple episodes it's like we get that there's 
a time travel element to it, but we're seeing all these like symbols and like very old books and like scrolls and stuff. And I was very much, I was very much like, okay, so yeah, this is definitely a different type of time travel story, uh, which is interesting, but, um, but see, there's like, with you saying that there's so much, I can't say because you've only seen season one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I realize that. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I have no idea like how it continues, but well, how do you feel about Jonas Convald? Like you like this kid? What do you think? Our, our good boy Jonas. He's for anyone who's still listening. If there is anyone listening, think of him as your anime protagonist. It starts out with this good boy Jonas. Yeah, Jonas. Jonas. Uh, he huh. he's an interesting kid. Um, like Dark is interesting. It's probably the most interesting, just in the fucking fact how it like chooses everyone. Yeah, it like choose it really I don't know how it chooses when it stays with characters and when it leaves characters cuz like there's certain characters who I'm like, "Oh, we're like focusing on them and like I feel like there was probably a period where we didn't see Jonas for like two episodes or something and then he kind of like mm. comes back and it's like it's spending all this time here and then all this time here and it's just like there's so many moments where like a little thing happens you're like what the fuck is that and then like eight episodes (laughs) later it's like oh it picks up this was that thing and you're like jesus christ man like why they don't they do not uh hold your hand with this shit at all they expect you to be paying attention to every meticulous detail and i will tell you uh i had gone back and rewatched season one because my girlfriend she's now in a dark hole in our bedroom because i had watched it all last weekend and mm-hmm. couldn't stop talking about it so now she's watching it and i started re-watching season one with her and then she kicked me out of the bedroom because i accidentally spoiled something so mm-hmm. now i'm sort of re-watching it by myself but either way i'm picking up on dialogue that these characters are saying that is like telling the entire story of like the show you know it breaks yeah. down a lot in season one and i'm just like oh huh. shit yeah. Yeah, I'm interested just for more light to be shed on some of this stuff cuz yeah, it's like you know, I did take some notes and like a lot of my a lot of the notes that I was taking throughout the season I had to just like erase, like delete because I'm like okay, that like, got answered. It, it solved it at like the last minute, like this yeah. weird fucking thing, but um Yeah, I well, mean Well, were you was the whole uh Mickle thing? Was that mystery like satisfying to you? In terms of like, well, okay. So, I mean, like the second that he went back to the eighties, I was like, like the first thought in my mind was like, he exists as an older person in 2019. Like that was like my first thought. I'm like, he's someone. Oh, really? So I need to figure out who he is. And my, oh, wow. And my first thought was that he was going to be, I thought I was convinced for a while that he was the stranger. Mm, Yeah. A lot of people were um that me too dude yeah i was thinking that too so i was like slam dunk he's the stranger um i was calling him the drifter i wasn't reading the credits but yeah i was saying the same thing yeah but so when it came out that he was i mean so when it came out that he was jonas's dad i was like yeah i I was not expecting that at all I, i mean that's yeah i mean that was like goofy as hell like in the best way like i was hung up on that for a while <laughs> yeah um, it blew my fucking mind too because it's just like 
I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I, I've never seen anything like that before in a time travel story where it's like, this was just some like neighborhood kid that, that Jonas like kind of knew. Yeah. And it's just like, because of some weird time travel bullshit, he's, he, he he's turns, now his father. Yeah. And it's just like, man, that's so wild. But then it's like, and I don't know like what, yeah, I don't know what comes after season one, but I'm just like, because obviously the older, the grown up Mickle like kills himself in the first like five seconds of the show. But it's like, I want to know what was happening in his fucking life leading up to that moment. I'm like, was he like, what did he do when he was passing by? <laughs> Cause they live, they all live in this little small town. Yes. Yeah, so there had to have been a time where they crossed paths, right? You would think. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, and it's just such a weird thing because like he went back in time, but it's like it's not so far back that like clearly all he's got to do is wait like, you know, 15 30 years, or yeah, like 30. Yeah, well, I'm trying to like think when Mickle was born, but yeah, he's like staying in the same town. He didn't move away. So it's like all he's got to do is wait a little bit, like wait some years and like he's like, oh, confirmed. There's literally me as yeah a baby and but then wouldn't that just be a mind fuck for you yeah why would you stay in that town like i like so he lived for years like how old was mickle when he disappeared like uh uh four, 12 12 so he yeah. just so the grown-up mickle just lived for 12 years like what like five minutes away from oh what do you mean self? he lived he lived next to him for 12 years what do you mean well i mean like he lived like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Same since town. he was born yeah yeah, but then you have to imagine. All right, yeah, sure. He lived next. Uh, he lived near uh, Mickle for twelve years, but that's not the fucked up part of it. He watched his parents grow up and start the family that would be his family, because he's yeah. got siblings that are older than him. So it's not like, oh, when I'm born, oh shit, there I am. It's fucked up. It's, oh shit, those people they're getting together and they just had a kid named Magnus. That's my older brother's name. Okay, weird. Fuck it. Whatever. Coincidence. Oh, now they just had a little girl named Marta. That's my sister's name. What oh, so wait, fuck? do you think that he didn't know? Or that I'm thinking like because he that the woman that he gets adopted by or whatever was like you could see like she was giving him pills and stuff, you know? So I feel like at a uh. certain point he probably like told himself it was all a dream. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, so for me with just see like only in season one, there's never like an explicit reason given to why he killed himself. I don't know if there is one, but it like all we know from season one is just that letter that he wrote. Right. And in there, I don't think there was anything about I killed myself because of this. Like Jonas lived his life believing that his dad was like sick but when they say sick that just means they're talking about like some sort of like depression or like correct yeah yeah so like maybe he just like as far as i know maybe he just did have serious depression and he really didn't like the whole trauma of being of traveling back in time just fucked him up to the point where he i think that's where the depression came from yeah yeah but yeah i'm, I'm just saying like as far as i know like there's so many there's so many characters who have this hidden knowledge of secret stuff. And it's like, hmm. uh, yeah, I could believe that he killed himself just because he is seriously messed up from depression and like his whole upbringing. But 
I guess I couldn't necessarily rule out that he, that five years before 2019, fucking Noah mm. showed up and was like, hey, I'm going to tell you some wacky shit. <laughs> and, and he, <laughs> I'm going to tell you some wacky shit. Classic Noah. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into Noah, I guess, but like, um, yeah, man, like, yeah, so the Mickle thing is crazy enough, but yeah, I mean, there's just like, Nathaniel, there's a quote in season one that I think repeats a couple times that I keep telling to my girlfriend that I've talked to my friend about who recommended this show. Whenever anyone is talking, whenever we're talking about the show or someone's like, oh, I don't know about this or that. What we know is a drop. What we don't is an ocean. They said that in the show. So just Ah. keep that in mind. Like what you don't know, man, there's so much shit out there. So are you going to continue watching uh, the show? Do you think? I mean, yeah, I I got, I want Mm. to. Okay. There's too much that I want to see what they do with it. Um, Cause yeah, I mean like just, you know, another just high level kind of my thoughts about, things is that right now uh i'm sort of torn in between two ways of thinking about the show where it's like on one hand i'm like okay the showrunner i didn't like look into who they are but like whoever's calling the shots here and like is the mastermind like i don't know like they're either playing like four 5d chess (laughs) or they're like playing it fast and loose and we're and they're making it up as as they go along and we think that it's brilliant or something because yeah, like yeah. I, we'll like see. a lot a lot of stuff in season one i i do find impressive but so what were your notes you said you had some critiques or whatever right um uh i mean the critiques i don't know like i mean there's some stupid like nitpicky things um mm. just about like the production like like one stupid nitpicky thing is like that doesn't have anything to do with like the narrative or characters or anything, but it's just like, I don't know if you have any thoughts about this, but like the one thing I felt like the music was so, ah, I love the music, but go on. Yeah, it's good. But like, I feel like it's too much. Like there's so like, there's never what, a it quiet takes you moment. Out? It's like, there's always some fucking, Oh dude, I love it. The Like this. I, I love yeah. the sound effects. I, I mean, love all that shit. I got used to it and it's fine, but like, I think personally, I just could have handled mm. like I, I could have quiet moments. I could have like it almost felt like they felt scared of like silence or something. Like there was hmm. music like at every corner, where okay. I felt where I felt like okay, I feel like, and you know like I've, I felt That's... like every I feel like every single time they went to the eighties, they're like classic eighties song, and I'm like, oh come on, man, like. I can no, see there it. was some German pop shit in there that I hadn't heard before. That I was like, "Oh, damn, this is a fucking banger! What is this?" And I had to yeah. look it up. Like, there's some good shit in there. Yeah, but it's still like clearly an '80s style. What did you want them listening to in the '80s? But it wasn't like it wasn't like uh, diegetic or whatever. It was like in the soundtrack. Mm. It wasn't like oh, someone on a boombox. No, but it was playing from the television in the bunker, or it was playing from a boombox. Yeah, it was diegetic. There were times where there that's uh, where there was a couple times when it was just in the soundtrack. Fine, Nathaniel. I'm just note, saying it's a stupid note little nitpick. Taken. That's okay. All. That's fair. That's fair. Um, um, I thought you were gonna mention the uh, badly photoshopped. There's this photo of 
three characters a family early on in the show that like it looked like they pieced it together last minute like right before they filmed and someone said oh we'll fix that later and they never touched it i thought you picked that up because Wait, i was what, watching what photo was it it's a photo of uh the teeterman family regina or regina uh alexander and bartaj the rich family in town mm. uh yeah it's like the first photo they show of the family in like episode one or two huh, it looks really that. it looks really shitty it took me out instantly i was like what the fuck is this yeah but aside well, from that yeah yeah, I mean, there was a couple things that really took me out. Uh, some of the effects towards the end, mm. I did like. Well, there's there's so much more to talk about, but I mean, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess if we could just talk about the ending kind of stuff. Yeah, for let's a talk second. about like, it, man. Let's get I, into it, man. I feel like I, I I'm apprehensive about the way like some of the stuff that happened in the last like two episodes. Like, cause I felt like up until that point, we're getting mm. this very intimate kind of like grounded story, grounded thing with yeah. just these like four families or whatever in this one little town. And then at the end, it's like, oh, things are getting like a little bit bigger. And it just feels like I don't want it to get like too big for its britches where it's going to like come become this like global fucking thing or something. Like, I hope that's not the direction it's going. Um like yeah i don't know and like because like this is like one of my big problems with sci-fi stories on tv it's like so many sci-fi writers i guess feel the need to have these like big sci-fi set pieces and stuff and like it never no one ever really has the budget for it on tv and like some of this stuff at the end of dark season one i'm like ah like Mm. uh, it looks okay but like well you also gotta remember it's four years ago ah yeah. Yeah, true. it was 2017, bro. Um, so it, sure. if it looks okay now, it probably looked uh, pretty good. Pretty good back then. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't know. So some of the effects and like the whole apocalyptic thing at the end, I'm like, uh, like I don't know. If, I I just liked. I I was getting used to like the very intimate nature of mm. the. Well, get used to that big black sphere thing. Uh, yeah, I wasn't crazy about the black sphere. Yeah, but, the God Particle, it's coming back. Dark yeah, matter. like, uh, like I don't know. I don't know if there's like some light you can shed without spoiling things. Just like I, I think one of the major things that I was really getting lost on in season one was just the nature of that little bunker. Like, so is yeah, okay. Is well, I'll just tell you what I understand it to be. Like, as far as I understand. Noah is this kind of guy who is interested like he he's a player in this like time travel he made it sound like when he was talking to shit what's his name the 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 Tiedemann kid Bartosh right uh yeah like Lil I, Bart I think when he was talking to him in the car at night like he said he mentioned something about like there's kind of his way of approaching time travel and then uh like the other way and he's the way of good but like he was kind of making it seem like his entrance into the whole time travel thing is through the bunker which is on top of the underground wormhole right and that 
when someone passes through the wormhole, it like energizes the bunker or some shit. Like, and there, and like, I guess that like electric chair thing is like meant to be like, if you strap someone into that, when there's like energy through the wormhole tunnel, that sends someone through time. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really totally understand that part of it. Neither did I. Okay. I actually texted my friend a little while ago to see if she could answer that question because my girlfriend was like, so what's the deal with the fucking kids in the bunker? Like, why? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I, like, I, yeah. I really, I don't know. Yeah. And, and so, like, the other big thing is, like, so I really respond, like, I really like the whole idea of this, like, you know, triple generational thing, like, these three different points in time. And, like, it was so cool when, like, towards the end of season one, when you start to see that, like, some characters are, like, causing their own problems, like, through yeah. time. Like, I'm like, that's that's such a great idea. Like with but, Ulrich. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You, did you pick up on that the song lyric? He well, yeah, because like earlier in the season in the eighties, when what's his name, Egon or Egon Tiedemann? Yeah, yeah. So when Egon shows up, he like quotes the lyrics to that song, and then yeah, when Ulrich goes back in time to the fifties, he feeds him quotes those, it quotes yeah. those lines. But yeah, so like when that stuff was happening, I'm like, okay, like. I, that's really making sense and it, I think it's really cool but then I at least in season one as far as I understand they never totally answered the question of why necessarily these kids are getting swapped out what do you mean like uh Let, why Eric Obendorf like went missing why Mads went missing yeah or what I, do you mean yeah I mean sort of yeah I mean like these we see all these instances of these young kids around the same age, you know, because like um, Mickle goes missing from 2019, and then Mads gets like swapped for him. It seems like, hmm. right? I mean, like the day after, or like the same night, or whatever. Yeah, the same the night of the disappearance, Mads goes or Mickle goes missing, and Mads appears out of thin air in the thing. The bunker. And then, like, in the 50s, some kids show up, and it's like, I, I don't totally understand why exactly these kids are getting swapped out through time. My theory is the kid, the children in the chairs are a conduit. Like, the same way we saw at the end of season one, Helg and Jonas switch places. Well, not switch places, but Helg jumped forward. 33 years and then Jonas jumped forward 33 years I think it's the same way where if like whoever's moving these pieces let's say they wanted Michael or they wanted Mikkel in 1986 but in order to get Mikkel into 1986 you have to transport a kid from 1986 to 2019 and you don't want to fuck up the time stream so why not just kill him so you kill Mads and transport him and then you keep the one that you want and you put him in 1986. That's my theory. But, I don't know. But I why? Just, but so like the one who's really behind the kid swapping is Noah, right? Like no one else maybe. is swapping. I, I can't. As far as we know in season one. No, there, uh, there's someone helping Noah. Yeah. Helga, right? Helga. Yeah. 
Hell but, was helping Noah. But but I mean like Noah's calling the shots, right? Do you want me to answer that or do you want I to... well then I guess not if you're at if you're I mean I can answer it, it and it will well No, I mean, I mean, I don't don't say... don't answer it. I'm just saying okay, I'll I'll say it this way. This is what our JoJo's uh, it was, discussions were like. Okay, then I apologize, <laughs> I apologize for all that. But it, it was my understanding. Yeah, well, okay, so Helga is like a huge question mark for me. Like he, I, as as mysterious as Noah is, like Helga was like, I, I really could never get a grasp on what the fuck was going on with him because it's like, um, we in 2019 he's this old man with dementia like he's just blabbering on about time and stuff uh and then towards the end he finally and and then yeah in the 80s we see he's you know like in his 40s or whatever and he's kind of this nervous guy and you're like why is he so like what has he got to be nervous about and then you see that he's kind of like in cahoots it seems like he's being manipulated by noah like he's kind of this nervous guy and noah's this fucking weird badass like you don't really understand and it seems like noah's like forcing him to do this stuff for some reason you don't ever get the answer to it um and then like um uh helga goes crawls through the wormhole from 2019 to the 80s and shows up and to himself and is like don't believe noah like you can't do what you're about to do yada yada and so just from my point of view, uh, it seems like Noah is pulling the strings for whatever reason. We don't understand. It's never like said explicitly why they're in league together. But like, well, the only other Noah, context- Noah also said that there are in, there are multiple sides. So just keep that in mind. Sure. So if Helg came to himself and said, you cannot trust Noah, maybe that's because Helg now trusts someone else. Mm, like the shit what's her name the woman the old claudia claudia yeah yeah so she she they kind of like held her in the pocket for a while like she came out like at the end as like this third kind of because like up until like you see that noah's this kind of presence you see that the strangers yeah who we find out is Jonas, which we'll talk about that but um yeah, you see like them and you kind of feel like they're the two pieces here. But then uh, she, you got this third option. She shows up and you're like, OK, like, but you never see her talk to Noah or to the older Jonas. So I from season one, I don't it seems like she's operating totally outside of either of their. I'm sure no one knows what like it seems like no one knows everything. Hmm. Um, you, you, you've got a lot to like, you're throwing Noah, like, man, you're, you're all up on Noah. I don't remember being like, and this is funny because I've, I've been listening to this podcast, uh, that's, uh, like this whole dark, not even a rewatch. They just dig into all the theories and everything after the show, uh, wrapped, but they're, they're horny as fuck for Noah. And like, I don't know. I never got the, like, I was like, Noah's there, but I was all about, like, I got to figure out what's going on with Jonas. I know it's all a part of it, but I was just like, Noah's evil. I don't know what his vibe is, but I don't like him. That was my whole thing. I mean, the only reason I'm fixating on Noah so much is just because, like, like, okay, so, like, the older Jonas, like, he clearly 
has all this context and information because you know he's he's traveling from the future and he like knows some stuff of what's going on but with noah like at the end again like in i think it was the last episode or like the second to last when he's in that car with um bartosh um he's like even he's saying like he's like yeah you know uh jonas is thinks he knows what he's doing right now i know exactly that he's crawling through that hole and he's gonna set off this fucking war like black hole thing like he's he like he knows exactly what everyone's doing and it just like no other character really like talked like that or really like let off that they had all this knowledge so it makes him feel like he's um can i stop you right there chief Claudia, the night of Mikkel's disappearance, Mads drops through that hole. Claudia walks in and she's like, look, this is what's about to happen. And she drops hella knowledge for Peter and Tron. I know, but it's just like she showed up so late. Like, uh, it it just, I didn't have enough time to like think about her. Like Noah's been in the game for like a while. But you have to remember time travel, man. So while Noah's been in the game for a while, what makes you think Claudia hasn't been there from the beginning? Yeah, it may, it's probably, I mean, I think it's also just, like, the vibe and, like, character design. Like, mm. like Claudia's, like, this old ratty woman. Like, we saw her, at, oh, like, man. we saw her as a normal person, you know? like Yeah, we've seen her grow up. Like, But that's what yeah, I'm saying. But that's what, makes Noah, that w- that's what makes Noah more ominous is, like, he's shown up in every timeline looking exactly the same in his creepy-ass priest outfit, like, We've never seen him as a normal dude who didn't know anything. As far as I know, maybe he was some little kid in the fucking 50s or something. But like, as far as we know, he's been in every timeline looking exactly the same as far as I know. I'm trying to look up when uh, when and if we see a different type of Noah. But so because we only so for you, because we only see one type of Noah, it makes him a stronger presence more so it, than Claudia, it may, where she disappeared for a while and she comes back all haggard and old. Yeah, I don't doubt that okay. she's got all this fucking knowledge, but I'm just saying in terms of like the fact that I've seen Claudia as a kid and as a normal adult woman without any of this knowledge inherently just makes her less ominous and like scary to me. Like Noah... I've never seen Noah vulnerable. Like he always feels like every time we've ever seen him on screen in season one, he's always seems like he knows the most. That's just how he seems to me. Okay. That's Um, fair. I'm not saying maybe Claudia's got all this information that he doesn't have, but the fact that I've never seen Noah as a normal dude just makes it a little seem a little scarier. I don't know. Hmm. But, um, okay. Um, but yeah, I, well, I guess, I guess we can talk a little bit about, um, like, I, I really think they did do a good job with the younger versions. Yeah. Casting is insane on this show. Um, I feel like pretty much everyone they nailed. um, Except? Except for Jonas. 
Oof. Like w- when that dropped, I was like, it was like a really weird feeling I had. Cause I'm like, okay, that's very interesting from a story perspective, but like, I'm not seeing it at all hmm. between the, I never guessed it once because what they about don't... the scar on the neck? It's interesting, but like, that like it's just they it, it it felt so weird because up until now I'm like yeah I can totally see the distinction between the younger versions everyone, and older versions yeah. of everyone. Well, maybe and, that's part of re- the reason why they did that is because yeah maybe Jonas he's I, I, lived a more haggard life traveling I don't know man I, I, I guess if, so but it was just if like, you could tell instantly it wouldn't be that much of I, I get it. a misdirect it, it's a, it's know? a hard thing to deal with and i don't like envy the fact that they had to figure out how to do that but i'm just saying like with all these other characters they're going down to the detail of like moles are exactly the same that's true and that's with true. and with the stranger he's jonas, got he's yeah. got this like the older jonas has this like bump maybe he'll here. get one later we don't know it didn't look like a scar though it looked like a natural mark look, man. And and then when he's like i'm you i'm like oh okay like I I just I, I felt yeah, no, I no, felt no. robbed I, I felt robbed that I didn't have a chance to figure that out on my own because they look so fucking different. I I never get out of here. So you're never, pissed that they fooled you? I it, but it, it's like a cheap fool. It's not like they really got me. It's like but it's you like, also thought it was going to be Mickle, right? But we already they, saw the adult Michael. So why did you think it was going to be Mickle until that was revealed? They didn't reveal. No, we, they didn't reveal no, that. We instantly. saw. No, 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 but we saw adult Michael kill himself in the opening. We knew what he looked like. He was on screen for like a minute or two. I wasn't like, th- I couldn't remember what he looked like. I could. Uh, I'm just saying. I knew it wasn't, I knew it wasn't like Mickle. I thought it might have been like Mickle from an alternate timeline, but I knew it wasn't like legit Mickle, you know? But yeah. Wait, what? Okay. Wait, what? I thought it might have, because you know how like time works? I didn't know how time exact, like sometimes with timelines, you can create alternate timelines. So I didn't know if like time was just like you pop in, you pop out. That's one timeline. Or if you pop in and then you create a new timeline and that world is now its own time, you know? Hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I, uh, uh, to me, like, by the time the question of Mikkel going back in time and everything, like I didn't have a clear image of um, the the adult Michael like in my mind. Like he, hmm. there just wasn't enough time on him to me, like in the first episode, for me to draw that comparison. But like I thought it was such a slam dunk before it was revealed that Mikkel was going to be the stranger, just because like I don't know, they have like the same dark colored hair and like Mickle's young Mickle's like hair is like really thin and kind of wavy and it just it, they they look a lot more similar to me than I don't know I think they did a pretty good job with adult Michael I think he looked pretty damn similar to like young Mickle like the yeah. sadness in the eyes yeah I mean Oof. by the time because well yeah because I mean they gave like a good side by side but I wasn't like holding up fucking picture of nor was I, my the friend. Picture, I watched this in the same amount of time. You picture, did. I'm just picture, saying. Michael. But um, yeah, I, I just it felt, yeah, it's like I, I'm, I won't knock them 
too much for it, but it just felt like everyone was like so spot on. And then this was like, just felt like a huge departure to intentionally leave mm. us in the dark. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. Um, I will say that like other casting knocked, knocked it out of the park. Like you said, like Ulrich throughout. Oh my God. Ulrich, that dude. Yeah. yeah. And like every generation for him is perfect. Yeah. I think to, uh, Alexander's younger yeah, self, dude. that dude looks yeah. like exactly like him. Spitting image. Um, yeah. And I think, I think of the, of the females, I, th- oh, God, what's Ulrich's wife's Katarina, ride or die. Katarina. She, yeah, yeah. Her, her younger self looks like exactly like. And Hannah, I would say. But it's kind of easy to do like, what, a white chick with a brown hair? I mean, Diamond yeah, does. Well, no yeah, that, that's the thing. I feel like they have an easier time with the younger looking kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a little more wiggle room with how, how someone can look. Yeah. As they get a little bit older. So like Hannah and like. Even Mikkel, yeah, Helg and like Mikkel, like the really younger kids, like yeah, it's close, it's close, it's close enough, but they're not old enough yet to really see that like similarities. But I think they did a really good job too with middle-aged Helga. Oh really? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's like very subtle, but like, yeah, I don't know when when they were like the old version and the middle-aged version were like on screen together, like. Mm-hmm. I think like shapes of their noses and stuff like it, it seemed pretty okay similar enough but um yeah the um let me look at my notes um uh well yeah a lot of these notes are just like stuff from like earlier on that like I don't know like one of my things earlier on was just like it was before I trusted the stranger, like before mm. we knew who he was and he was just like this creepy dude. Like I was just thinking like, how is, um, fuck. What, what's Alexander's wife's name? Regina. Regina. Yeah. Like when she was like watching him check in, I'm like, how are you not like reporting this dude? Like there's like five kids who have gone missing and this is the creepiest dude. How is she not reporting him? She needs to make money. That's how Nathaniel. That's, that's true. No one's staying in that place. Um, yeah, she's broke as shit. Yeah. Um, something, some things felt like a little too convenient. I don't know if that's hmm. just a nature of time travel and stuff, but it's like it felt like every time anyone went back in time, within like five seconds, they're like running into the most like important person ever. Like you know, Ulrich is in the fifties for like five minutes and. Oh, his grandma and his dad just stopped by in a car. Like they just happen to be driving by the second he's there. Um, but, but that's what I'm saying is you pick up on these things as you watch a second time. And there are clues as to why these things happen. And characters, they clue you in early on. So, yeah, these these things that you're saying, it's like, yeah. I don't even know that I picked up on it as like, that's weird. But when you watch it again, you're like, of course that happened right there. Of course Mm. these, these things are happening here because there's a larger thing at play. 
Sure. So, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me that much, but the, there was one coincidence that like really kind of bothered me. And that was um, Hannah just happening. Mm, to, yes. To, I hated that. To see Alexander's thing. Like, oh, I thought you were going to say Ulrich and uh, Katrina's thing. What do you mean? When they had, uh, when uh, she, oh, when over- she saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, okay. Of all the times to yeah, just yeah, yeah. be outside. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel the same way about that. I mean, now that you mention it. Um, but yeah, I was thinking more specifically about her just happening to see Alexander like burying yeah. that thing. Like we didn't even see her follow him there. Like she's just randomly in the middle of the it's forest. the forest. No, it's the forest. But that's the thing. Everyone walks through that forest. It's the forest road. Yeah. I, I just I, I would have been even a little bit better with happier with it if we just had seen her like mm-hmm. see an establishing shot like just some establishing thing of like her being like hey there's some commotion on my way home it was just like instantly she's behind a tree looking at him and i'm like okay well as you know that bitch hannah is always fucking scheming yeah so she's no, always behind trees, i mean she bro. i mean she's literally like one of the most toxic people of all time like she yeah and, and then and not only did she see him bury that thing but it's like she just kept it for years, for years, waiting, waiting, and but th- yeah, that was such a weird, just plot thing. Like I-, I didn't really like understand it or go for it that much, just because like for one, it was just like it felt like they're like, oh well, we need some reason for her to have something against Alexander. Let's just have her coincidentally be like right behind him in the forest when he does this thing out of nowhere. And then she uses it against him, but it like, at least for us as the viewer, like I'm just like, I don't feel anything about this right now when she like blackmails Alexander because I'm like, obviously Hannah doesn't know this, and I accept that. But to me, I'm like, you're having this moment right now where you're trying to like blackmail or you're trying to like get Ulrich ruined. I'm like, he's. Getting the he's shit in beat 1953. Out. He's I'm like he's getting the shit beat out of him in the 50s right now. Like and you're trying to like uh, like I don't care what you're trying to do right now. Like he's fucked right now. But Hannah doesn't know that. I know. Nathaniel. I know. I accept that. But just as and like, right now, Hannah is a slighted woman because the last time she saw Ulrich, Ulrich told her to hit the fucking bricks. So she's hot. She she's spicy yeah, right I, now. She's upset. I get that. I, I totally accept that. But I just have to wonder, like, in the writer's room, I'm like, are we supposed to feel tension about this? Like, oh, no, Ulrich's life is in trouble. I'm like, yeah, he's... Well, no, I think it's just another, uh, like, th- it's just to show you the lengths uh, Hannah will go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, but- yeah, she doesn't know that Ulrich is gone, but she knows that Ulrich's son is missing and she wants the man ruined. Like she knows that he is going through a crisis and that he put his family first and she decides now is the time to blackmail someone in order to ruin this man's life while he's going through this trauma. Yeah. So I think it's just to show again how ruthless Hannah is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think obviously I don't know what happens, but I mean, it could be a great payoff to where he like finally escapes from the fifties and like the second he steps back into 2019, like they slap new cuffs on him and like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take, take him to prison for something else yeah oh my god that'd he, be he's just getting arrested in every timeline 
Oh man, but yeah. I feel like Ulrich's uh, actual fate is far worse. So mm. maybe check that out. Ulrich, yeah, man, what a character! Like, I love uh, nineteen eighty six Ulrich. Yeah, dude. Like when I saw, I I looked at character photos, uh, like promo shots, and him with his uh, no future jacket. Mm, chef's kiss love it yeah yeah he's he's a good he just looks like the perfect little shithead in the (laughs) 80s you know like that nose i don't it looked like you i want to punch him yeah he has a very punchable face yeah and now i mean in the 2019 ulrich it looked like his nose had been broken several times like he had been in fights and in 1986 it looked he just looked so fucking smug i loved it yeah i mean like Basically, everyone on the show wants to kick the shit out of him, so, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Not everyone. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot I'm, of people seem I mean, pretty... Tiedemann's pissed off at him, well, and he, Hannah he's hates got, him now. He's got Tiedemann pissed at him in two different timelines. Hannah wants to murder him now. <laughs> or Hannah, Hannah is, yeah, wants to murder him now. His wife kind of wants to murder him now. Um mm what's her uh, shit what's her what's the other woman who works who's married to helga's oh charlotte uh, charlotte okay yeah and she his she, partner yeah, yeah yeah like she i don't know how she's she searching for him she's not mad at him she just yeah, wants her partner back yeah well but at this point she's gonna have some serious questions for him if he comes back because she saw him in the past Okay, so what? You think she's gonna be pissed and swinging at well, him? Well, I didn't necessarli mean that she's like angry at him, but like right, he's a li- right. he's like a liability. I guess so. Yeah, you've been and, in like, the fifties. You, you've and, seen and you too think, much. And you really like you really think that if he like strolls back in, like he's just gonna be like, "Hey, I got a level head now." He's gonna like come to her like and shake her by the fucking coattails, and like all well, he I does mean, is scream at everyone, and like. I mean, but doesn't he, she already know he's about... De- he's, like, demented at this point. Like, you mm. can't talk sense into him now. Yeah, he's seen too much. You're right. Like, so, no. even though I don't think Charlotte would, like, hates him or anything, like, she's not going to let him just run around willy-nilly. I feel like Charlotte might uh, have some inklings about, like, what's up, too, though. You know, because she was raised by the man who wrote the book about time travel right and yeah it it was really weird like the dance that her what what was the her husband's name the son of peter peter like her and peter's whole dance in season one where it's like one episode it felt like she's like i want information from you right now and he's like i I gotta go and then he'll like run away and then like an episode later he's like charlotte we need to talk and she's like i can't yeah. deal with this right now and she like hangs up i know i'm like you I guys know. could have sorted this out like five episodes. it does not it does not hold up either on a rewatch because you're watching this and when you figure out what he knows you're like yeah you they he i mean yeah it's fucked up and he's seen some shit but i guess they they really just could have just sat down and talked about this yeah uh, i, I didn't really well i guess but I think yeah. Claudia told him not to. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Because, yeah, like when it first was revealed that... Because, yeah, you get all these glimpses of Peter and um, the dad of Mads, Papa Nielsen. What's Trant. His what's his name? Trant. Trant, yeah. 
Like when the two, when you finally figure out what happened, bro, hold on quick, quick sesh. Did you see that kid in the fifties? Tront? We saw him in the fifties, right? Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, okay. I was going to bring, I don't know if this is what you're going to say, but like he seems too old. In the no, 50s. I was going to say, no, I was going to say his hair is on point in the fifties. Like, because what I was nice. this was a thought that I had was like I don't understand the ages because like in the fifties, Trant looks like he's like thirteen or fourteen or something. Like he seems yes. he seems about that age, and like Helga seems younger. Yes, and in twenty nineteen, Trant doesn't look that old. Like Helga looks way older in twenty nineteen. I would just say that's the ravishes of life yeah. and maybe time travel. Fair enough. Because you got to remember Helg is time traveling. Right, right, right. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, I, w- I was going to like, I would have been a lot harder on 2019 Trant and Peter for not coming clean about it. But yeah, like once the old Charlotte showed up, and was like, we don't know what she told them, mm-hmm. but like, the minute she came in the picture, it's like, okay, I'm sure she dropped all kinds of crazy knowledge on them. Yeah, definitely. And but hold on, here's something that I didn't pick up until this second rewatch, and I hope I'm not fucking anything up for you when I say this, but it kind of leads me to believe that Trant is not the child of Agnes Nielsen. Because it seems as though he doesn't find out about any time travel aspects until Mads falls out of that wormhole and Peter calls him to the bunker. Because he is like shocked and he's like, we got to listen to whatever Claudia says. Wait, why would Agnes Nielsen know anything about time travel? Why wouldn't she? Agnes Nielsen. Oh, but wait, Agnes... Because she disappears at one point, right? Uh, in the 50s? They, not that it's not in season one. No, spoiler. Sorry, she disappears. <sighs> yeah, no, in, in season one, all we see in the 50s is just she shows up at the hotel and um, she has this weird kind of sexual tension with... Um, Egon's wife. Uh Doris. Right, right, right. And Doris. that's and that's where they leave her hmm. in season one. All right, my bad. So Spoiler. thanks a lot. Um <sighs> eh, it could have been worse. Um yeah. but yeah, man. Um I don't know. It's I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm trying to look at my things. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I don't. Hey, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what to make about this like golden time machine. Like, that's just is that like the third mode of time travel? Like, because we have the wormhole, we have the bunker, and then is this yes. this is just another way to do it? This yes, this is the time machine. Yes, there was a. There was a time machine that was built, and that was it. 
the other two ways are like the fucked up side effects of it, I believe. So, yeah, I'm I'm like not maybe they can do something in the future to sell me on this time machine. But like I'm not like that on board with this time machine. Like for one, it's just not explained well enough. Like they had a perfectly reasonable kind of like, you know, like they went kind of the the mystical uh, time travel route with this like mysterious wormhole and I'm like okay this is the kind of time travel that you don't need to bother explaining that much because it's kind of has this mysterious quality to it but all of a sudden there's like this real time machine that was built from the ground up and I'm like they didn't explain enough of like how it works so it's just well like- yeah it was built from the ground up but it is also it also contains the quote-unquote dark matter guard, uh, god particle that is used in the wormhole and all this other shit. So it's just a who, more convenient... Who, ha- who brought that? I can't tell you that, bitch. What the fuck are you uh, talking but, about? Who uh, brought well, I didn't that? Know, I didn't know if it what was you... like explained in season no, one and I missed it. No, so, but, no. So it was already in there? It was it's just... in there. Ah, oh, God, I can't tell you. Like, Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But So... I mean, a part of the show that they talk about the boot, uh, there's like a bootstrap paradox or something where you're not sure of the origin of something because it's brought through time. Yeah. Like well, they, the, yeah, I mean, they talked about that yeah, in exactly. season one, which is, I, I like that concept a lot where it's like this thing only exists because of something that was brought from the future, but how did it get in the future to begin with, if, nev- yeah, it like came from the past into the future. The future brought it back to the origin point. Yeah, it's like this weird paradox. Um, but yeah, it was just like I don't know. At least in season one, for me, it was like okay, like he has this, like he has um, the cell phone that got left by Ulrich. Yes, and but it's like we have cell phones. Like I can't make some I can't make a time machine out of a cell phone. And like Right. Like the God But part, it's not being made out of it. It helps it yeah. the cell phone helps power it. I mean, okay, if you're telling me there's a God particle in there, it's like, okay, that's a good enough reason for it to yes. work. But still, like I just maybe it's just like an aesthetic thing. Like when you it's like a, a pretty, That won't be the last one if that helps. Uh they they make more. Uh there are different types, I think. <sighs> All right, I, I'm just saying, like, in terms of time travel, like, if you got like a fucking gold machine with like spinny things that don't explain, like, you're not telling me what they do. It's like, it's just isn't like, that like H.G. Wells or something? That's like yeah, yeah, hardcore yeah. sci-fi shit, bro. What are you, what are you get, on about? I get it. It's just like it's seen. It's like a thing I've seen where it's like, it's a pretty get off your soapbox. There's like gold rotating things. It looks very aesthetically pleasing, but like, I don't know. Mm. I, I too whimsical for you it, huh? it, it, yeah it's too whimsical and there's just like knobs and pulleys and like it's like this steampunk Hell fucking yeah. thing spinning spinning like, baby yeah i don't know i, I was not mm. i'm not on board with the golden time machine i'll okay. just say that okay. I, I like the wormhole <laughs> i'm i'm on board for i guess the bunker above the wormhole even though i don't totally understand that but you don't like the god particle spherical matter spinning? You don't like that, right? Like the the orb? 
Yeah. Or like the worm, like the portals. That open Not the up. portals, like the dark matter itself. Um. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like, mm. it feels a little like. I mean, if I'm being like very uncharitable, like it feels a little like, okay, we need some crazy like world altering. Of we need to That's get fair. we need to get all these characters in different places. I don't really know how to explain it, so a giant black orb is going to just appear and then everyone's going to be in all these different places mm. like it's like i get that it's hard to like figure out how to move everyone through time and whatever the fuck they're trying to do um but is there a more elegant way maybe i i wasn't i didn't have to come up with it so i don't know but hmm. so yeah i i'm not like angry well, at delorean it, I, was already taken nathaniel you got to huh? give these people a little, i said delorean was already taken hmm. you got to give these people a little bit more credit they're trying to come up with feasible modes of time travel transportation. Yeah. What, but what, what are you going to do? It, bike? Yeah. But it all, yeah, it also just goes back to what I was kind of saying before, where it's just like the imagery of a giant kind of death orb black hole just kind of like conflicts with this more personal kind of like mysterious nature. Like the time travel, it felt very mysterious like you're going through these ancient tunnels and then yeah yeah it, it felt very organic and all of a sudden we're getting this like sci-fi orb it, it it just felt like felt like there was like a disconnect there that's fair for me but um but maybe but, it'll be explained later on i don't know maybe um but like with with uh Jonas going into the fork in the road and setting off that orb like in his mind in that moment, that was just going to like reset everything. Yes, he thought so. I believe hmm. he was going to. Yeah, he thought he was going to be able to change everything. Hmm. But in his mind, what was that? Just sort of like a unknowable kind of reset, or like he knew exactly how? Like, I, I, I don't, I, I didn't get, I didn't understand as the viewer, like exactly how that was going to reset things i i don't know either i think he was just going in blindly he was hoping for the best because the current situation was so lackluster that he needed to do whatever he could to change it so what exactly set off the orb it was because he had the time machine but was i can't remember was there some other like he just set off the time machine and instead of traveling through time it just set off an orb because he had the time machine but i don't understand mm. i don't understand exactly what set the orb off wait are you saying like when he was transported to the future no like the older Jonas, like in the tunnel like at the fork in the road he pulls out the time machine right like the one that the guy just made mm -hmm. and then he like starts the time machine and then the orb appears, right? Like, was there something else? Like, oh, the little black orb thing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, how, is that just a side effect of the time machine? or did Yes, you do... it conducts it. So is there a way to use that time machine and not have the black orb appear? Mm, 
not that model, I don't think. So it's just like a death time machine. It's like a one use. What? Why would it be death? Because it, it made the big orb. Did it? I saw a big orb. Doesn't mean it made it. It was just a coincidence? Maybe. Hmm. You'd have to keep watching, Nathaniel. I sure. can't, I can't right, answer right, that right, question right, right. for you. Oh, buddy. but but when but when he was in that <clears throat> tunnel at the end and he looked over, was that mm. uh Michael? Yeah, that was his dead dad. His dead daddy. Just covered in black goo. Goo because Yeah. Just because oh, no, visions. Yeah. When your dad commits suicide, you see weird things. I don't know, Nathaniel. He's got trauma. Because mm-hmm. he also He's doing the best he, he can. also showed up when Mikkel disappeared. Facts, he did. He did. I I think that's just some weird one-off imagery. Honestly, I don't think it comes back. I don't remember it coming hmm. back anyway. There might be did, characters covered in black. I don't know. Well, uh, <clears throat> and like how, like. When Mikkel first disappeared, like he wasn't even near the cave. I mean, they were kind of near the cave, but like, did he just blip through blank space? I can't answer that, dude. It gets into it later. I okay. Well, I thought I thought it. I thought some of the things I'm asking you, it seems like you like it's never brought up again. So I thought maybe oh, you no. could have been like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It never talks about it again. So if you're going to tell me it talks about it, that's fine. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, no, they talk about it. Uh, they definitely show Mickle's journey through uh, through the 80s. Hmm. I thought you were going to say they show his journey like there's like a weird green screen in him. Like They throw, no, they show his journey through the caves. Through, through, the, do, they, through the wormhole, like he's spinning yeah, through like a. Through, through, through a void. Yeah. It's just him. Yeah. It's wild. No, but uh, it gets – see, I don't want to tell you too much about it, but I'm of two minds about the show. They okay. do they do the really personal, like, grounded things really fucking well. And then there's some times where they get a little too ahead of themselves. And I feel like they just threw something in just for the hell of it because time travel. And you'll see more of that if you keep watching. But there's definitely some parts in season three – where I was just like, no, there's absolutely no reason for you to do that. Like, where's the story fucking going? They wrap it up nicely. I enjoyed all of it. Oh, but... so did it end? Oh, yeah. No, season. Yeah, it ended uh, it's okay. at, at its third season. Like, <clears throat> there. Uh, yeah, I won't say any more than that. But uh, yeah, there are just some parts where I was just like, eh, come on. Cam, what do you what, what do you doing? right? I mean, after seeing the first season, I was honestly like a little surprised that there's two more seasons. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it just felt like I mean, the way they opened it up at the end of the first season, I'm like, okay, it makes a little more sense. But everything leading up to that final thing with Jonas in the apocalypse or whatever, like, I was like, this doesn't seem like. There's a lot of moving pieces and like three generations, but it didn't strike me as like this incredibly long tale that's going to need three seasons worth of content, but maybe it justifies itself. I don't know. 
I mean, time travel, bro, it goes places, you know, they're going up and down, there's moving factions. You, we haven't even explored the third faction that is Claudia. We don't even really know about the, she, the dark side of it all, you know? Yeah, Claudia, she's uh, a granny with sniper rifles and shit. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's just a lot more to the story, you know? There's an ocean out there, Nathaniel. Yeah, I mean, that's what worries me. Uh, is your girlfriend watching along with you? Is this one that you've, uh, taken by yourself? I did it by my, by myself. Yeah. Because if we were watching it together, we'd be on maybe episode three by now. Ah. Yeah. That's so right. I remember you telling me that. This is just okay. the kind of thing. Like if I want to watch something that I haven't seen before and I really want to blast through it, like I just got to watch it on my own. Yeah, no, that's why I did the same. Did you have you expressed to her the absurdity of season one with Jonas coming to his grandmother and having that conversation where he's like, "My grandmother is my principal. My mother is fucking my dad's brother. I kiss my aunt. Yada yada yada." Like, because I I was experiencing this show and I was like, "Jesus Christ, I need to talk about it," which is why we're here. Yeah, well. I. I brought it up with her and I was like, talk, I was explaining some of the craziness, but Hmm. it's hard. It's hard to. Yeah. People, people. Yeah. I mean, talking about if you've seen it, you obviously can be enthusiastic about it. But if you, I feel like for the most part, if you're trying to explain time travel stories to someone, they're just like, okay. Yeah. It's almost like when you're like, Hey, I have this, I have this crazy dream. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. Um, Uh, my girlfriend just came out of the bedroom and she's like mid season two right now. mm. Yeah. And I had left her a couple episodes ago where there was like a pretty big reveal and she just came out of the bedroom. Like, like she shell shocked. So, Oh, she cried. She says, so don't say anything else just in case it can be picked up on the thing. Nathaniel, he hasn't seen any, in the scene in season two yet, but what episode are you on? Seven. She's on seven. Okay, so yeah, we got some catching up to do. All right. I if I'm not in tears, then well, I I don't know if you'll be in tears. We talked about this. She's a sensitive lady. You remember I told you she was gonna cry during Attack on Titan when mm-hmm. Sasha died. She definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. And it. I was like, yeah, I was like, seriously, and she was like, oh, shut up. So you know. <laughs> Hey, sometimes it hits different, you know? Yeah, you know, people feel feelings. There's nothing wrong with that. And we here at Wasteland, we recommend everyone feel as many feelings as possible while watching as much anime as you possibly can and listening to our podcast frequently and often. Share it. Um, Did you have any more thoughts on Dark? Did you have any more theories that you wanted to throw my way or questions maybe that i could answer or not i don't know you have any you have any favorite characters or that you're hoping pull out of this i don't i don't know nathaniel just you're in season one right now you're you're a little baby boy you know Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm in the Um, future right now i favorite characters yeah i don't know i i i'm always like it's always entertaining when it jumps back to Ulrich just because his life is such a train wreck that I'm yeah. just always like anticipating to see how much worse it's going to get. My guy. Woo! And um, 
Yeah, I mean, with with Jonas, it's like he's obviously like kind of the main dude, so it's like I'm interested in him, but understandably, he 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 was like a little bit of a downer, you know, mm. in season one. I feel like he was doing a lot of moping around, rightfully so. I think. He <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, bro. Yeah, like, it's fine. Wouldn't it's, you? Yeah, I'm not criticizing him for it. Uh, Han- his mom, though, Hannah. I mean, she's terrible. We don't need any more Hannah. Um, Hannah's a monster. I love it. But uh, yeah, everyone, everyone's cool. I, I don't like dislike anyone. I, I, it took a while for me to like. It it just it, it probably took like four episodes for me to like fully kind of wrap my head around all mm. the characters. Definitely. Um, it took thankfully they kept doing those like side by sides. Yes, I love those. But it took me out of the subtitles and I would have to rewind because I was studying the faces, you know? Yeah. Oh god. Um Yeah, I think like may on one of the earlier episodes it did a side by side and I was like, wait. Like who the fuck is the older like I like I didn't recognize like the older version mm. of of whoever it was and I was like wait so it's like okay, you're trying to help me but I don't think you've spent enough time with the older <laughs> version of them yet because I don't recognize who yeah. that even is definitely so it definitely took like a while for me to fully understand all the characters and like yeah sometimes it's like you don't see anyone for like a couple episodes. Yeah, and they pop back up. And and then they're really important all of a sudden. Yeah, and not only do they pop back up, but they pop back up in a different time than what you've just spent the last 20 minutes watching. So Yeah, and honestly, yeah. like, and this is just my, like, maybe it's my problem, but, like, there were times when I would just honestly f- completely forget that, like, uh, like, okay, what was, uh, like, the two, I, I don't remember their names, the two older nielsen kids magnus and marta yeah like there were times when like there were so many episodes where their storylines were completely disconnected from the main nielsen family and then they'd get to a point where it's like oh yeah they're in this family and like i was like i totally am just forgetting it all gets i mean it's all on this weird timeline and things have to happen at certain times but it all folds into each other like people have to meet it's weird dude yeah like yeah i i'm not crazy about marta oh Um, really that's Jonas's otp brah he's all about his auntie marta yeah, I mean, she, like, her little, like, play scene Ariadne. was good. Um, uh, pay close attention to that, I guess. Uh, there's a lot of symbolism and a lot of, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I assume there is, but <laughs> it probably wouldn't pay off unless I, like, wrote it down. Gotcha. Because I, well, I, I, I can't, like, internalize her yeah. like, crazy monologue from that, but... Um, I would say, no, I, like, I th- I think Bart is, like, probably my least favorite. A little Bart? He's you don't just, care for him? He's just kind of, like, he hasn't really done anything that's that terrible. He just kind of has, like, a shitty face, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. He's, he's just kind of a little shitty rich kid. A little you know? punk. Yeah, definitely. I, Where I, I, see ju- that. I just see him, and I'm like, ah, I don't really like what your whole vibe is. Yeah, um, I remember digging uh, Magnus for some reason. I liked his look. Early on, and uh, 
him and Francisca. I know their story doesn't like connect with everyone else's, but uh Oh yeah, that Yeah. Ultimately yeah. I think it works. Yeah, I yeah, I guess Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with that because that just felt like a very disconnected kind of thing that they had going on. Like it felt right. very separate. Like right. she like it's setting up that they're kind of into each other, but it's this weird tension. And then it's like setting, doing all this setting up that she's living this kind of weird CD double life or something. But what that is, they never like explicitly say we'll in see. season one. So it, it was just like a weird thing to not have any, to totally take you along for a whole season. And, and then you got that guy with the missing eye. Wait, what guy with the missing eye? uh the cop wooler oh yeah yeah i no i I, de- I didn't have that in my notes but yeah like the second or third time he like popped up and i'm like okay this is like a recurring guy i'm like clearly there's literally like there's literally no reason to write his character with a bandage over his eye if if you're not like it's gonna be something at some point right so it's, I mean, yeah, it's certain things like that. It's like, this is like bold moves to just have like, to sit on some clearly obvious thing for an entire season and just never call attention to it. Yeah. They're is, planting seeds for a lot of things. It's is, ridiculous. Uh, wild stuff. Indeed. Indeed, bro. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good. I, I think, yeah, sci-fi on TV is like. Good sci-fi on TV is pretty hard to come by, I think. Hmm. So uh, I I would agree with that, given uh, I am a sci-fi connoisseur and I enjoy the uh, the genre quite a bit. So you know, next you're gonna have to check out the the Expanse. That's uh, coming to its its close hmm. soon. Yeah, maybe when it finishes, I'll check it out. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. Well, uh, maybe the next time we talk, I might be another season down. Maybe two seasons uh, down. Uh, I would like it if you're just one season down. That would be like good for me. If you just watch season mm-hmm. two. Just, yeah. And hold off, that'd be nice. Because, I mean, we don't have to take a week to record again. Like We can record whenever you finish season two. If you, if you want to do that to get your uh, thoughts out as quickly as possible. All right, so yeah. you there'll there'll be too much to cover if I watch two. Yeah, definitely. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I love you, and I love when we put out content, but I don't think I can take another three and a half hour yeah. uh, episode, and that's how long we would spend on season three by itself. Oh boy! All right. All yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah. I'll, I'll spend uh, next week getting through season two and. I'll stop. Dope. So we can chat about it again. Nice. Yay. Can't wait. And then we're going to watch more Hunter Hunter. We got the AOT tomorrow. Also the Super Bowl. Oh, big Super Bowl. Guys, yeah. can't wait. Sports. I also think uh, I've been seeing rumblings that uh, the newest Attack on Titan chapter is going to drop mm. soon. I think maybe this weekend. Oh, so and I'm for... for that. Uh, all you illiterates out there uh, who have not watched uh, Skate the Infinity yet because it has only been subbed, uh, the dub 
uh, dropped this past Saturday. So be sure to check that on the, on the uh, Funimation app, maybe even Crunchyroll. I'm not sure if it's on the Crunchyroll, but I know it's definitely on Funny. So uh, check out Skate the Infinity. Nathaniel, are you going to you gonna check it out again? You should, you should watch. You should... Yeah, we'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll I... get back into it. Yeah. yeah. More episodes. More episodes. Uh, it's, yeah, we'll get into it. But uh, guys, again, this has been Wasteland. Uh, thanks for listening. Wasteland and Anime Podcast. Nathaniel, Dom, as always. Next week, uh, we'll be back. And hopefully you will be, you will be too. Um, see ya. Bye.